welcome everybody and uh, happy holidays to you. I hope uh, you guys had a great Thanksgiving and uh, are ready to charge towards the uh, end of 22 and and um, and begin to, to plan and, and contemplate 23. And, and what I would say about this time of year, it's, it's uh, quite interesting because we all have a chance, obviously, in, in late uh, November to be thankful for all the blessings that we, uh, we received in 2022. But then we turn our, our focus to uh, the, uh, the little uh, jolly elf that comes down from the North Pole and uh, delivers presents to all our loved ones on, uh, on Christmas Day. And, and that uh, then turns to, um, you know, the feeling of giving to others, which, uh, you know, are, are so important in our lives. And then quickly within that next week, we go into uh, introspect mode and, and start to think about, uh, you know, what we accomplished in 22 and, and uh, how we want to plan for 23. And, and I encourage all of you to um, enjoy those three uh, gifts of, of introspection and, and giving uh, during this holiday season. It's, uh, it's something that uh, I look forward to every year. And, uh, and hopefully you will as well um, as we, uh, we move out of 22. So today is a little bit different uh, focus. It's just going to be Nadim and I to carry the heavy water. We're not asking any of the other uh, folks to hop on today, but it, it will be um, relatively quick. I uh, just wanted to make sure we gathered everybody before the end of the year. So before I go into my uh, monologue, so to speak, I'm going to turn the floor over to Nadim to give a, a quick update uh, on where we are at uh, from a corporate perspective financially, and then uh, and then we'll roll into the uh, the holiday uh, spirit, so to speak. Nadim, the floor is yours. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Jeff, and uh, good morning, everyone, and good afternoon if you're dialing in from Europe or across the across the globe there. Um, look, as we close out 2022, um, you know, it is just amazing what a year we've had. And, you know, we obviously have just a few more weeks left to close out, but all indications are we're going to hit our numbers here. Um, and you look at top line growth, what a phenomenal year we've had last year in 2021. We had 276 million in sales and going into 2022 and completing out the year, we're going to be in that 325 million range, $50 million increase year over year, 18% increase, uh, which is significant. Every business unit uh, is up significantly over a year. Premium is up 7% as they expanded international markets in Canada launched a ton of new products, expanded in Ulta and Sephora, just a phenomenal growth story. Therapeutics is up 15%, double digit, and it is just outstanding work on Panoxyl and Blue Lizard, which are both up, like Panoxyl is up 25%, Blue Lizard is up 34% over a year. Expanded distribution and just a huge amount of awareness being built on those two franchises. And then aesthetics, just what an incredible story, uh, up 63% over a year. We've had field expansion. We've had an M&A acquisition that we completed in May. We soft launched BioJuke, which by all accounts is just very extremely well received. We expanded international, set up Germany, 
Um, so significant growth. And then, you know, sort of coming in the right at the, from the operational standpoint, you know, we, we can't leave the Johnson City complex behind. Uh, huge improvements and um, accolades there as well. Record production of 22 million units, schedule attainment, just about every month was over 100%. We completed the Panoxyl optimization. We started the new expansion of 60,000 square feet. We soft launched BioJuve, tech transfer, Strabectin phase one. So just a whole set of initiatives um, that were just absolutely phenomenal. So um, I'm absolutely uh, just happy to report all these great news, despite the inflation, despite the supply chain disruptions, despite the market challenges, the business has done incredibly well. And I, I can't just, uh, it's, it's, it, it is, it is absolutely great to see that we're well poised getting to 2023. We're in very strong footing from a financial perspective and, and, um, we should all feel really proud of being part of the crown family, Jeff. Back to you. Well, that was short and sweet, Nadim. No charts, no uh, pie charts or graphs or uh, <laughs> you know fuzzy numbers. So I, I'm sure the team appreciates that as well. Uh, you know, going into the weekend, but all great news and and thanks for uh, for summarizing that well. Um, look, in in 2022, I think it would be hard to argue that this was not a, a significant year in which we invested in the into the organization into the company. Um, when you talk about um, that investment, it was right around $30 million that we uh, invested in people, processes, and products in 2022. That um, with a company that was doing $276 million in, in revenue in 21 is a significant investment that was made by uh, the leadership team and, and the board. And, and the real reason behind that was we felt like we had built a platform that could really become a global skincare powerhouse. And, and that's what we've started in 22 and will continue in 23. I'm super excited about the initiatives that will roll out in January and you'll hear more about in, uh, in 23. But, you know, a lot of uh, what we focus on is those four pillars that uh, um, a lot of people have talked about for, for, uh, a number of years, and that's people, process, products, and then all that uh, rolls into profit. And that $30 million investment is really tied around those three pillars that we're um, so focused on in, in uh, 21 and 22. You know, we had an uh, up, uptick of 50 new people join our organization, um, or 50 new roles get created in our organization in, uh, in 2022. Uh, at a significant investment. We opened uh, an international uh, entity in Germany, which uh, expanded our footprint. Uh, we um, continue to expand our footprint in the UK, and I'm excited to uh, announce that we've uh, identified a, a, just a super talented candidate that will be joining us January 1st as the GM of, of uh, international for our skincare business and, and uh We'll announce uh, that uh, um, on January 3rd. Um, for the first time in a number of years since 2015, we'll have a general counsel join our organization January 3rd, which takes that burden off me. There's no more thankfulness than uh, um, my Cracker or Cracker Jack uh, law degree that I got. I, I can put that uh, in the garbage and, and have a real legal person on our team uh, 
uh, to handle a number of the um, concerns and issues that, that we face um, uh, going forward. And just as a, a bit of levity, um, I don't know if you guys have followed the California lawsuits that are coming on, but uh, you know, one that's kind of near and dear to, uh, to me because I know the people that, that own it, but um, Texas Pete's hot sauce is being sued by a, a California law firm because it's not made in Texas. Um, and so they, they are uh, saying that uh, even though it says it's made in North Carolina on the bottle, that that's uh, fraud to the consumers. Well, since we don't want to be uh, not part of that little journey, our Blue Lizard Australian sunscreen has also been named in a lawsuit because we're not made in Australia. We're made in Johnson City, Tennessee, but uh, uh, we'll get out of those. They're, uh, they're frivolous in nature, but uh, the legal world is, is something that uh, continues to, uh, to make me scratch my head. So I diverted there for a second, but uh, needless to say, um, we've invested in our people this year, and, and we're going to continue to do that in 23. For, as far as processes, one of the big, huge lists that we had early on, and it was the completion of the integration of our Strivectin acquisition in September of 21 and getting us all on the same ERP platform. And for those of you that haven't had um, exposure to that, that was a Herculean effort to get that done by April 1. But what that does is now set us into really being able to expand our analytical capabilities, our finance capabilities, and provide better data across the organization for us to, to perform our functions. So that was a huge win for us in, in, um, in April. We also, uh, with the board's approval, uh, agreed to spend about $10 million on a Salesforce uh, e-commerce platform that is going to touch every aspect of our business in early uh, January. We're going to roll out or, or sometime in January, I believe, and, and I could be wrong on the dates. Um, so uh, I apologize if I am, but the first uh, business unit that's going to be touched by that is our aesthetics business in a B2B platform, which will allow our accounts to go in, log into their, um, their own portal and order our products directly without having to pick up a phone and talk to somebody. That is in and of itself an amazing achievement and, and one that uh, continues to expand our uh, commitment to service our customers with uh, White Glove A-plus service. So we're really excited about that. Uh, I think there's 16 or 17 websites that are part of that. And uh, as I said, each, um, and I just, just saw targeting February. So thank you, Paul, for, uh, for telling me that, uh, I love real, real-time data. That's, that's very helpful. So that'll be the first one. But, uh, as I said, in the, uh, a great project, uh, a great investment that our board's making in our organization that allows us to, um, once again, move forward in an A-class way. In terms of products, I think uh, all of you have been exposed to the innovation that comes at, uh, with Crown, but just to give you some highlights of, of uh, what we're going to, to see in the, in the near future, our aesthetic business is going to be launching some really exciting innovation next year, um, led by a, a new version of our skin pen, a skin pen 2.0. Hopefully we'll be um, uh, able to be uh, launched sometime in Q4, and if not, very early in, in Q1 of 2024. Um, we're going to continue to innovate in, in a category of which we're um, a solid leader, which is our platelet-rich plasma uh, progen uh, program. We're 
excited about innovation where um, there'll be a puck system that allows for better platelet uh, uh, gathering as well as uh, fewer failures in the field. So I think everybody is excited about that. Um, for those of us that are follicularly challenged like I am, we're gonna be launching uh, Votess in a new reformulated uh, form. Uh, to compete against Nutrafol uh, in the physician's office. So those of you that have seen the, uh, uh, the uh, commercials for Nutrafol, we're gonna enter that category in a meaningful way with real true innovation. I'm also excited about our premium skincare offerings and the fact that Strivectin is gonna be entering two new categories with significant uh, portfolio of products, uh, keratosis pilaris KP, for those that don't know what that is, it's the little bumpy skin that uh, a lot of people get on the back of their uh, uh, arms or, or legs. And, and uh, it's a meaningful uh, program, one that uh, Ulta is gonna be a great partner with us uh, in 23. And I'm super excited about that innovation. And of course, our acne uh, category launch with uh, with premium skincare as well. Um, great offering of products, great portfolio, and we're looking for really exciting things to happen within the uh, Strivectin franchise in, in 23. And then in therapeutics, there's a plethora of products that we're gonna be launching, but uh, continue to invest in the uh, Panoxyl Acne franchise, which uh, is approaching and soon will be, uh, maybe not in 23, but shortly after a $100 million franchise for us, which, uh, uh, considering right now it's four products, that's a, a pretty significant uh, player in the acne market. We're going to continue to lead with innovation there. Um, the product near and dear to my heart, one that uh, started this, this journey uh, all the way back in 1998, Blue Lizard Australian Sunscreen is going to continue to innovate and, and bring innovation to the marketplace. And, and we've uh, charged the, the uh, R&D and, and product development team to continue to lead our, our charge into um, you know, mineral-based and mineral-only sunscreens. So needless to say, there's a lot of investment across the organization um, in innovation as well, in um, processes and in people. And, and with that, when we do that correctly, um, that leads to the health of the organization that, that um, uh, Nadine spoke about. And, and the health of the organization is really around the, uh, um, the ability to continue to invest, to grow, to expand our, our platform, uh, become more global, become more inclusive, uh, enter new categories, and, uh, and have the ability to um, most importantly, continue to invest in our people and our communities. So um, in, in looking back, 22 uh, for many of our organizations has been a bit of a, a challenge. Uh, certainly inflation has hit uh, our pocketbooks on a personal basis uh, and nobody likes to see you know, CPI um, continue to hover north of, of 6%. Um, the geopolitical climate, uh, in this year and, and going into the next year and uh, what the central banks and, and the CEOs of, of uh, Fortune 500 companies are, are forecasting could be uh, a lot of headwinds. But having said that, the great thing about our organization is we're in the, uh, we're in the business of making people's lives better. And we do that through um, nurturing and healing and um, enhancing the biggest organ on the human body, which is the skin. And we, um, 
feel like 2023 is going to be another year where we continue to see um, significant growth on a top line number, as well as um, moderating, but um, hard fought uh, profitability as well. So we're going to ask all of you um, in 23 to, to re-up, uh, re, re, uh, re-sign on the dotted line to take this journey with us. Uh, it may get uh, a little bumpy at times, but it's going to be, in my view, a, a very successful year going forward. One of the things that uh, I'd like to announce, which um, was a project that uh, I uh, I, I took on personally and, and one that uh, I think is, is going to be well-received by our team and, and really highlight how we want to invest in our people is, is uh, a rollout of, of a recognition, and uh, it's, it's loosely defined as our 1% club. So we have right around 600-plus employees across our organization 1% uh, uh, equals 6.3 people at this point. Uh, and since I can't uh, uh, cut somebody in a third, we're gonna have six people identified next year as members of the uh, inaugural 1% club of our organization. And how are you gonna be able to qualify for that 1% club? Well, let me uh, briefly explain and you'll learn more uh, next year. Um, first and foremost, this will be a nomination process of your peers. So in order to qualify for that 1%, one of your peers or multiple of your peers will need to uh, nominate you uh, to the ELT and then ultimately uh, to, uh, to myself and, and choosing uh, the members of this um, highly, uh, highly sought after uh, um, award. First and foremost, you guys will be going through your MBO process with your um, leadership group and, and um, qualifying and hitting 100% of your MBOs uh, that are meaningful and, and um, uh, achieved in a way that, that uh, allows for our continued growth will be one aspect of, of that uh, um, uh, award. The second is the uh, embracement of the one crown values. And what's that mean? Well, certainly the crown values, um, you guys have, have started to see and, and will continue to see the diversity, the teamwork, character, work-life balance, accountability, and excellence. Those are just kind of the tipping point. All of them um, are just words until you um, actually do them every single day. So, um, your coworkers and those uh, that you interact with across the organization uh, certainly will um, will see those out uh, of you as, as the individual nominated for this potential award. Um, it's engagement across the organization on things that uh, we do, uh, like the kudos board and and the um, crown um, crown connects and uh, the the podcasts and all those things to be fully engaged, not just in your business unit, but to want to learn more about those across the organization and interact with them and, and encourage them in, in positive ways. That'll be a major portion of this award. Um, leadership, leading your teams, um, giving a, a guidance to those around you, both uh, laterally below you and above you. Um, it, it's going to be very important that we have a lot of leaders on this team and we want to develop uh, leadership across our organization. And then last um, qualifying uh, uh, point is giving back to your communities. 
Do you um, give back to your communities? Do you teach uh, Sunday school in your church? Do you coach your little league games? Do you work in a soup kitchen? Do you um, do things that, that um, not only enhance your standing in the community, but crown standing in the community? The little things matter. And um, it, it shows an outward focus, not an inward focus. And, and that's important to crown as part of our principles. So rolling all that up, um, this award will be the best of the best, and it'll be a award of nomination from your peers. And um, like the uh, MVPs in the world of sports, you're, uh, winning it one year does not disqualify you from winning it the next. So who knows, maybe uh, you know Tom Brady won, what, eight Super Bowls? Maybe we've got people here that'll win eight uh, 1% club uh, awards. And of course, there'll be a monetary uh, uh, windfall from, from achieving this as well as a, uh, a keepsake trophy that you guys will cherish for your entire career. But we wanted to um, really start to focus in 2023 about that one crown philosophy about what it means to uh, each of us uh, internally in our community and externally as we uh, we interact uh, with those that, that touch our lives each and every day. So I'm excited to announce that. You'll have more information about that, uh, as I said, coming in January. Uh, the um, nominations obviously will take place uh, sometime early fourth quarter because you can't nominate somebody before they do the work. So uh, we'll see uh, you know, that process go into place and then this will be announced uh, in January of, of 2024. So that's all we have for today. Um, so I'll, I'll wrap this up by saying I wish all of you um, a great holiday season. Spend some time with uh, friends, family, uh, re-energize. Do uh, take the time to, uh, to think about, did you achieve your goals both personally and professionally in 22? And those that you did, uh, a heart, well, uh, heartfelt congratulations to you. Those that you feel fell a little short, then let's, uh, let's get back on that bike and pedal together in uh, 23. So with that, I will uh, sign off. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you all again in January. Thanks, everybody.